Just call random people from work. Yeah. <laughs> Have a work conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, I was just calling to see what time you're coming in, but then I realized you weren't actually working today. Um, so that's all good. You just left a job here um, on the South Yarra, and it says a hydrant, but I'm down here, and it's actually just a carnival, <laughs> with, and a lot of people have super soakers. So is that what you thought it was, or is that how it was reported? I just wanted to know. Anyway, call me back. Also, there's a barbecue on Friday at my mum's house. Don't know if you're keen, uh, or if that's the kind of thing you're into, but... Um, well, we should catch up more out of yeah. work, is all I'm saying. That's exactly what we've happened. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> Anyways, yep. speaking of work related, entirely work related. Um, welcome to Hobby Homies, friends. Welcome. Ah, uh, we have a loaded episode. Oh yeah. This thing, this puppy. Is loaded. It's thick. It is thick. With two C's. And juicy. Thick and juicy with all the C's. Like a bowl of oatmeal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how (laughs) juicy. Yeah, it's thick, but how juicy is a bowl of oatmeal? Not not at all. (laughs) Just just thick. You throw in your pop-top apple juice in there? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well. Time efficiency, dude. What are we talking about today, then? We're talking about the worlds of Warhammer. Yes. The world of Warhammer. (laughs) Worlds. Also called WoW. Plural. Oh, okay. Yeah. For copyright reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worlds. Um, yeah. Today we're going to talk about Warhammer. 40k. And Age of Sigma. And Age of Sigma. Are we finished each other's sentences? Oh, it's so cute. All right. All right, then. <laughs> Settle down. Settle down, Johnny. Um, however, we're going to take a different approach to discussing those two particular universes. Yeah. We are doing it under the proviso that you are brand new to the hobby, to the war game. Yeah. You may play other war games, but mm. Warhammer may not be on your radar or you may have just never taken that step. Yeah. Maybe you're primarily like a board game player. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I've heard people talk about Warhammer or Age of Sigma, but it just seems like too much. Yeah. You know, there's so much I don't know about it. It's dark waters. Too I'm overwhelming. Scared. I'm scared. Oh, yeah. I'm a little rabbit in the corner of the forest. I should be out in the fields playing board games. <laughs> but I'm in here in this dark, scary forest. I don't want to be here. No. Nah. Well, we're here to cut down those trees for you. Wow. Deforestation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so we're going to do a few things in this episode. We're going to tell you about the universes, explain it as if you're brand new, a newbie, a noob. Fresh. A freshie. Um, we'll cover the main two 40K and Age of Sigma games. So there's two of them. Yep. Warhammer, Age of Sigma, which is their fantasy version, and 40K, which is their futuristic sci-fi, sci-fi version. Yeah. Totally. Um, there's also two smaller skirmisher games within those universes. So we'll be explaining all four of those. We'll give you a brief lore and history summary for a lot of the factions and races within them. Yeah, which if we spent a good amount of time on all of them, we'd be here for days. Yeah, that's the so tricky thing about this it's episode. It's going to be brief, Yeah, unfortunately. Everything in yeah. here will be quite brief. Yeah. Because you could talk about the 40K universe for days. Yeah, oh, yeah. Age of Sigma for the you same. You could talk about, like, Imperium for days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So We don't have days. No. 
We have minutes. We have minutes. Yeah. Because Shane's got to go to work tomorrow. He's getting calls. <laughs> I'm a busy man. I've got meetings. Oh, back we to can't back be in here. Meetings, be, dude. Back to back. Yeah. Beat to beat. So, well, look, before we before we get into that, yeah. um, we've got a few things to mention. Discord. True. Get in the Discord. True. You'll find our events, our giveaways. We're posting what we're doing. Board games, painting. Yep. Other games. That's all in there too. So make sure you jump in and say hi. We're always... We're always looking at it. We're always, you know, posting. Yeah, it's it like I, I posted something in there. We were playing Gloomhaven, a board yeah. game, the other night. And last night. Last night. I, yeah, man. Wow. Last <laughs> night. Literally less than however many hours ago. Yes. Um, in fact, twenty four hours ago, we started. Yep. Playing Gloomhaven. Yep. And I posted a picture of Gloomhaven, and as soon as I hit the send button, I heard Shane's phone go off. Yeah. As the Discord notification oh, came yeah. through. So. We got our fingers on the pulse of that Discord. <laughs> yeah. We're in there. Oh, yeah. We're all about it. We won't miss a beat. No. So jump in, say say howdy, um, especially if you're listening to this episode because of the content in it, feel free to jump in and ask us more questions because like we said, this is going to be very brief. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a long episode, Yeah, but each topic will be hit. We'll be brief. Brushed over. If lightly. something tickles your fancy, ask us about it or look it up. You yeah. Know, there's there's... Oh, unlimited sources of material for it. Wikipedia's, YouTube, other podcasts. It just goes on. So, mm, mm. And we're happy to sit there and talk about it for hours on end. Totally. To you. When we're not here, yeah. actually talking about it, yeah. we're at our desk or on our phones, type talking about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. the power of the interwebs. Yeah. Um, so by the end of this episode, I guess our hope is that you will be able to go from, if you wish... You'll be able to determine, I guess, if you like either of these universes, if you like any of the systems within them, and even to the point where you can sort of pick an army based on the loose information we've given you about them. Yeah. Um, we'll, we're going to give you a rough idea of, like, costs involved and things like that. So we hope you can go from, hmm, they're talking about something I'm interested in, to, okay, I think I'll go out and buy my first unit of blah. Yeah, yep. That's that's the goal. Um we might not get there, and if we don't, we'll finish it off in the Discord. Yeah. Ask us questions. Anything that we miss or you want to know more about, hit us up. We That's live it. there. But to find our Discord, jump on Facebook and and fb.me slash hobby homies, and you'll you'll find our page. Click, give us a like. Jump in the Discord link through there. Mm, mm. We're constantly posting events, giveaways, and things on the Facebook page yep. as well as in the Discord. They kind of work in tandem. Yep. You can find one through the other. Yeah. So what was that again? Facebook.me. FB.me. Uh-huh. FB.me slash hobby homies. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. FB.me slash hobby homies. That's it. I didn't know it 12 seconds ago. <laughs> now I do. Now you do. Cool. Yeah. That's easy. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Let me take a big old, big old, big old chug of this. Big old chug. Yep. I suppose we'll start in the... Uh, the far future. Yeah, let's the do gr- it. The grim dark future of so, uh, 40K. So we're hoping we'll be able to figure out how to timestamp these because we're going to break it up. We're going to go 40K first and talk about all the 40K stuff. Yep. Then we're going to go Age of Sigma and talk about all that stuff. So if you're only interested in, in one of those, yep. hopefully in the description of this video, you'll be able to see the timestamp of where we change um, and just listen to the, the one you want. Yeah. Or if you listen to this whole episode and you want to go back and just listen to one Part, yeah, we'll try and figure that out. Yeah, ideally, it'd be half and half. Yeah, 50 50. Yeah, 50 50. So, 
Yeah. Let's hit 40K. Yeah. So, Warhammer 40,000. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It is a, like we said before, it's like a sci-fi futuristic. um, We'll try and give you the overall theme and like setting to give you an idea of what universe you're playing within. Yep. Um, there, it's set roughly. Guess, get this. You wouldn't believe this. <laughs> Forty thousand years in the future. Roughly, yeah. Roughly, yeah. yeah. Very roughly. Um, hence the name, forty k. People, some people, conspiracy theorists, uh, believe it's called forty k because of how much it will eventually cost you <laughs> <laughs> um, to play a game. They're not wrong. We, we can neither <laughs> confirm. Actually, no, we can confirm yeah. that. That is accurate. <laughs> Over the life of your existence. That's roughly yeah. how much it'll cost. <laughs> um, now, all the planets and everything that takes place, it's set in the Milky Way, our galaxy. So, I mean, our very own we're, we're living it. Yeah. In fact, if I had a good enough telescope, I'm sure I could see the space marines <laughs> True. shooting up a storm <laughs> somewhere on the fringe. Um, but uh, if you don't see them, it's not because they're not real. It's just because you haven't looked hard enough. That's it. Uh, the entire galaxy is... Absolute war torn. So you got to understand that if if I think about like Star Wars and I think about other universes, um, this one is so much more messed up than yeah. all the others. Star Wars is peaceful compared to this. Absolutely, like, like it's just absolute madness. If you're yeah. not being ripped apart by Tyranid, I mean alien, like little brain leech worms, yeah. Trying to eat yeah. you from the inside out. Yeah. Or getting turned into demons or... Yeah. Yeah. It, or torn apart and having your skin worn as an outfit for some metal overlords. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's it, it's it's madness. Death, death is at every corner. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Even just ordinary life in the 40K for people like you and me is not easy. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Shane. I wouldn't make it. No. I wouldn't make no, it. No, I wouldn't make Give it. Give me the zombie apocalypse any day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the scale of the 40K universe is insane as well. There's millions of planets and trillions of sentient life forms. Well, actually, I was looking at that today. Yeah. They say from different lore they've managed to put together, they reckon there's close to a million planets that humans occupy. Yes, that's Just correct. humans. Yeah. So then there's other planets for other species of aliens and all that sort of nonsense. So nonsense. They, yeah, nonsense. <laughs> Absolute <do>. nonsense. Indeed. <laughs> they, they reckon the, the rough... They tried to figure out the rough population, and they reckon that humans are in the quadrillions. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, which makes sense because it's in the future. It's in the future, and that's how things work. <laughs> that's how timeline works. Yeah. <laughs> um, and within that massive universe, the technology in there it it's, it varies. There are like tribal primitive races that use simple bolt action rifles and blades, daggers. Yeah. And they wear like leather. And then it goes all the way up to, and this is a a direct quote, by the way, what I'm about to read. Hit me with it. Uh, Weapons that can unleash storm winds of particle energy, the stolen fire of suns, and shatter the earth and crumble bastions alike with seismic tremors. That's Necron Tech. Oh, yeah. They... Which is one of the races we'll boys. discuss later. Yeah, it's your robot boys. Yeah. So, you know, there's quite a variety of... There's quite a seismic scale of yeah. technology. To sum it up, basically, around the... I think it was around the 25,000-year mark, humans just expanded to these 
to the, all their millions of planets. Mm. And they lost contact with other planets and some went into chaos and that's how they ended up being back in the feudal stages of like basically medieval technology mm. and other ones in like um, sort of like almost modern day technology. Mm. Uh, just too, way too many planets for one single government to control. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. And like some races like Crute, who are quite primitive, yeah. choose to stay that way. Yeah. Despite all the technology and whatnot. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's very cool. It means there's there's a little bit for everyone, depending on what kind of army you like to play or faction you like to play or, yep. you know, uh, civilization. There is almost something at every level, you know, from all the way from primitive to world destroying, you know. I can almost imagine too with with Warhammer they have their Black Library, which is all the all the novels in set in the forty K universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I could almost imagine there are people out there that read those books but don't play the hobby. <laughs> they just, just end into- there. Oh no, no. Uh, I could imagine there's people that read those books. <laughs> yeah, oh me no. Too. Yeah, me too. A lot of people read yeah. those books. I I started listening to the audiobooks mm. because when I work I drive almost all the time. Yeah. So I just chuck it on. Yeah, good call. Um it makes the day go a lot quicker. And they're really good. Oh yeah, amazing. Really good. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And the cool thing is, um, as we play the game, the story develops. You know, as you and I are playing forty K, yeah. um I've had an absolute brain blank. What's happening right now? <laughs> What's the big movement that's happening right now? Um, damn it. In the 40K universe, yeah, like, like law-wise, yeah. the, the Primaris have come, the Primaris Marines. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're but new. Just the very newest thing that's Psychic Awakening. Psychic Awakening. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's just things that come out constantly uh, as players. You know, it's not like an existing, established, set story yeah it's no. still happening yeah which is one of the cool things as a player you know we get to see these things unfold that that yep. impacts the armies that we play it's just very cool yeah anyways that's sort of the the setting if you will absolute expansive universe absolute madness carnage and mayhem there are a lot of factions races civilizations countless yeah in the 40k universe yeah we are just going to talk about the ones you can actually play in the game. Yeah. The yeah. playable factions. So we'll go through those as best we can to try and give you a little touch on each thing so that if you're thinking, oh, I kind of like that sci-fi universe they're going for, I think I could get into maybe the game. I'd have to hear about the armies a little bit more. <laughs> well, lucky you, yeah. chap. Here they come. Here they come. <laughs> so there are currently 21 playable armies of the Imperium. Now you might ask, Who's the Imperium? What's the Imperium? What is the Imperium of Man? <laughs> uh, well, that is a collection of factions that are loyal to the Emperor. Because it is the an God empire. Emperor. The God Emperor. Yes. Himself. Himself. And as they say, Emperor protects. He does. He does protect. Uh, yeah, might not be alive right now. Uh, that's debatable. That's debatable <laughs> by some. He's a rotting, cu- rotting corpse sitting on a throne. Whoa. <laughs> Xenos scum, settle down there. Uh, yeah, so there are 21 armies of the Imperium who are all armies that have pledged loyalty to the Empire and the Emperor himself. And what are those, some of those armies? There's so many yes. Space Marine chapters. Oh, yes. But you can't talk about Warhammer without talking about Space Marines. Yes. So the Space Marines are uh, another name they have. Their official name is Adeptus Astartes. Yeah. Um, they are called that, no, no official word has been given, but Adeptus 
uh, deriving from the word adept means skilled at something or have mastered something. Yeah. Uh, Astartes possibly derived from stars. So they're the master of the stars. They're, okay. the, they're the galaxy conquerors. Yeah, yeah. They're the emperor's weapon throughout the galaxy. Yeah. Um, you know more about the Primarchs and how they came to be than I did. I do. So I'm going to throw this ball up. Okay. And feel free to hit it. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. I'll probably my, swing and a miss. My dexterity is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Basically, so the Emperor created Primarchs. It's his uh, gene it's seed, his, right? It's yeah, his... so it's his DNA. They're basically his sons. Yeah, they're like his test tube babies. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think he really got it on. I think he just, yeah. like, you know, did it the, the other way. Yeah. And created these Primarchs. So they are super strong soldiers. Each have their own sort of special tactics or, or skills or abilities. Yeah. And then those Primarchs created their sons, which are the Space Marines. So the regular boots on the ground grunts. Yeah. So each, most chapters have a Primarch unless they're like a successor chapter. Okay. So they're like a spinoff of, of one. Right, okay. So like for, for instance, you've got the Blood Angels yep. and their Primarch is Sanguinius. Yeah. Um, so they, each Primarch has their own faults and their own differences. Mm. Like Blood Angels have a, a thirst for blood. They're basically vampires yeah. in a way. Yeah. So some of them succumb to what they call... Um, the black rage mm. and they just have a thirst for blood that they can't stop and they just keep fighting until they're killed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, there's all sorts, there's all sorts of different ones. The poster boys are the ultramarines, mm. which are the ones that you've probably even seen, even if you don't, don't know what Warhammer is, they're blue and gold armor. They're the space Marine blue. Yeah. 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 Um, so we couldn't, there's no way we could go over all the different chapters and no. successive chapters. There's playable chapters, which, um, are basically ones you can go to the store and you can buy Blood yeah. Angels and you can yeah. buy Dark Angels and Dark Angels and Grey Knights and whatnot. Yep. Um, there are also chapters that you can just buy normal Space Marines and paint them the paint chapter them as, colors. Yeah, which is a lot of the successor chapters. Yeah, and the yeah. only difference is the playable... I mean, they're all playable factions, I yeah. should say that. The purchasable factions, yeah. the ones that are specified in the shop... As, as Blood Angels... Uh, they have their own models. Yeah. That's the only difference. So they have like unique characters and such. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's not to say you can't just pick a chapter from the massive chapter of books. You can even homebrew your own and yeah. make up your own chapter. You can pick a, a, a successor chapter of, of any of these other chapters. Yeah. You can take their traits that you like. Yeah. And you paint them however you want. You can paint Blood Angels successor chapter and they can be green. Mm. They don't have to be red. Yeah. And that's know? why so many people, I think... And that's why Space Marines are so popular. Yeah. Because people go, ah, oh, you play Space Marines. But there are so you know, they're almost a faction. With, well, they are a faction within themselves. Yeah. But as many armies or other factions as there are in the Warhammer universe, 40K, there are that many chapters. Yeah. Of yeah. Space Marines. So no wonder people flock to those more. You know, yeah. they can make their own or they can play as Space Wolves because they like Vikings, you know? Yeah. We say chapter, which is basically like a, a group of Space Marines, which mm. is different to the others. So yeah. all these playable armies in 40K have their own version of what we call chapter, which is called different things. Like Tyranids, which are like you're basically your, your big man-eating aliens. Mm. They have hive fleets, which are different chapters. So you can have them as different as well. Mm. Um, so the, almost like uh, sub 
species or sub-factions. Yeah, pretty much. Sub-faction, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they all have their strengths and weaknesses. Mm. And it just gives you that much more personalization of yeah. these different models. Yeah. You don't have to paint them like they're on the box. Yeah. You can no paint way. them as your own chapter. You can make up your own rules that sort of, you have to follow certain guidelines, of course, but mm. Mm. you can tune it however you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in the Imperium Man, as, as well as the Space Marines, what else have we got? Well, that's that's Space Marines. You know, they're the gene seat of the Emperor. Uh, they've got some very cool lore. Um, but they're basically the poster boys of yeah. the hobby itself. Yeah. Um, and you can't really, we can't really give an in-depth breakdown of what they're good at, what they do on the table, because it it varies based on chapter to chapter. Yeah, it does. So, look into those. We'll try and post some uh, stuff in the Discord that help you out. Yeah. But there's something for everyone in there. You know, if you like, yeah. I said I mentioned earlier, there's uh, a chapter of. Space Marines that are specifically, they live on an ice planet. Um, they're very Viking-like. They use axes and <laughs> they're called Space Wolves. Yep. I know it's not very uh, original. <laughs> but, they, you know, they on their planet, there's giant wolves as well that they ride and that they've befriended and worked with over the years. Yeah. That's just one, you know, that's just one of them. There's, yeah. heaps, there's heaps of cool ones. Like you mentioned Blood Angels earlier, the little vampire ones there. Yeah. Um, but there's not just the... So those are... Genetically modified humans, yep. effectively. They're massive, they're huge. They're like, if you've played Halo, they're all like the Master Chief. Yeah. If the Master Chief was really strong. Yeah. Basically, you know, they're, they're, they're eight feet tall. Mm. They have like two hearts. They have all these extra organs that are added to them so they can breathe in poisonous atmospheres. Yeah. They're just, uh, you couldn't even, you couldn't even compare them to a normal human anymore. No. They're that far, like modified. Like they mm. might look like a human, but they're, Three times the size. Yeah. yeah. If you combined a bear and a human and then used uh, the Photoshop uh, expand tool <laughs> and then printed that on A1 <laughs> and gave it to a space marine and he ate it, that's what a space marine would be like. <laughs> okay, yeah. The guy that ate that poster. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're the genetically modified ones. There's also the regular humans. Yeah. Astra Militarum. Yep. Astra meaning stars. Military meaning, meaning military, I assume. <laughs> so they are just, what did they used to be called? Imperial Guard. Imperial Guard. Yeah. Right. So the Emperor's Guard. So they're the basically your regular army troops. That's you and me if we yeah. were to enlist. Yep. Um, so they use, you know, your standard rifles. Yep. Um, they've got your, your tanks that look very similar to like a slightly more advanced World War II tank. Yeah. You know, they got, they've got mortar. Yep. You know. Yep. They look very... The closest thing to current technology, I think, yeah. and current warfare that we know, which is nice if you're into that kind of thing, which the amount of times that me and Shane have had Lehman Russes, which is the name of the tanks oh, yeah. in our carts on, you know, Guff or, you know, Games yeah. Workshop or whatever, yep. we're always this close to pulling the trigger. <laughs> so because close. how cool would it be just to roll in with six tanks to a fight and yeah. be like, let's do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Anyway, especially when you grow up watching all those World War Two movies, you're just yep. like something cool about being the underdog. Yeah, you got crap armor, a crap gun. Your sergeant's yelling at you to just run up there and get shot so he doesn't have to. Yep, I'm about that. <laughs> I'm about that. Um, there's also the so the, so they're the humans. Um, Space Marine technology. Just going back to that because we talked on tech a little bit just now. Yep, uh, it varies, but they're a bit. They're definitely more advanced than the Astro Militarum. Yes, uh, they have. 
much more, yeah, they've got plasma guns. They wear suits of armor, which is called power armor. Yeah. So basically. I mean, it's got power in its name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's powerful. Uh, it's 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 powered armor that they can move freely as if they weren't even wearing it. Yeah, but it's insane. Near bulletproof. Yeah, and they've got like big mechanical suits as well that they can jump in called dreadnoughts. And, yeah. Oh man, I mean, just again, we could speak for yeah, hours yeah, yeah, about yeah, okay. this. So we should keep moving. There's Adeptus <laughs> Mechanicus, which are the I don't want to go into like Forge Worlds and what those no, are. They're but... the makers of all of the Space Marine weapons, the mm. uh, Astra Militarum weapons. They ba- they live on Mars, well, one of their planets, and they just produce. their factories and factories, and they just produce all the weapons. Yeah, so yep. they have their own defense force as well. Yeah, Adeptus Mechanicus, uh, Skatari. Yeah, which we might have spoken about once before. Yeah, maybe I think we have. Yeah. yeah. So. I love those guys. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. Do. That was That's Jack's. That was Jack's jam. Yep. Now he's crying silently. He's like, I should have kept. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as we mentioned with Space Marines, Adeptus Astartes is Master of Stars. Adeptus Mechanicus, as you could probably guess, is master of machines. Yes. So they worship a god called the Omnissiah. Gosh, I feel like I'm saying that wrong. No, I think it's right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Which is their machine god. They're all about the ones and zeros. They're all about technology. They're a bit steampunky, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. They've got like a combination of, despite them being so advanced with their tech and selling the tech off to everyone, they still have a little bit of like... Uh, wooden and metal combination, which is just cool. Just yeah. A cool theme. If you like that steampunk theme, check out Adeptus Mechanicus. They've got new models coming that oh, look sick. Man, I know. They look so sick. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Imperium of Man. It's got Space Marines, Adeptus Mechanicus, Astra Militarum. Yeah. Um, so the, the complete opposite to um, Imperium of Man is Chaos. So something important that we didn't quite touch on on the overall setting it's more than just sci-fi. It's psychic. It's extra-dimensional as well. Yes. The setting of the War- Warhammer universe. Yep. There are things like... There's a thing called the warp, which is just a, a void of psychic tomfoolery. Yeah. Um, from which things channel energy yeah. and... Demons. Demons live in the warp. Yeah. They use the warp as like their faster-than-light travel. Yes. Travel to planets. And while in the warp... Their ships can get attacked by different demons. They can get possessed. They can get sent completely the wrong direction they were going. Yep. They can sent. They can get sent back in time. Yeah, that's how crazy the warp is. There's a thing called the webway. The as webway, well, yeah, which yeah. is like a tunneling system of um, fixed like, points. Like, yeah, yeah. It's basically like a whole bunch of tunnels, like they're just linked together, so you can travel from one tunnel to another tunnel. It's like outside of our four dimensional or five dimensional yeah. world. Yeah, it's like yeah. So there's a lot of crazy stuff. Um, like gods, as we mentioned earlier, there are chaos gods, which are just like the gods of you. You wouldn't guess this. Chaos. chaos. Yeah. <laughs> There's a god called Corn. There's one called Nurgle, uh, Slanesh, and the other one. Zinch. Zinch. Thank Zinch. you. So each, uh, there's, there's actually heaps. Yeah. Yeah. Each god focuses on a certain thing. Yep. Nurgle's the god of disease and corruption. Yeah. Corn's the god of blood. That's all he wants is blood and skulls. Yeah. Loves it. Uh, yeah, Slanesh, uh, the god of over- overindulgence. Yep. And uh, Zinch, the god of change. Yeah. yeah. So, and there's others. There's Kagora, the laughing god, and whatnot. Yeah, those, yeah. Those other ones are sort of like the main four chaos gods. Yep. Um, so, within the chaos factions, there's chaos demons, which are the corn's uh, little children. Yep. They want blood for the and blood ner- god. And Nurgles. E- yeah. They, actually, each god has their own demons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. 
They're, ca- they're that's right. They're chaos demons in general. Yeah. So they're the demons of those chaos gods. Yeah. Um, I was thinking. I don't know. Why I was thinking just of blood letters. <laughs> that's um, just one. That is just one of yeah. many. So they they have their own like normal sort of. I guess you'd call them foot soldiers yep. version. Yeah. They've also got demon princes. Yeah. Um, and then. From there, there's um, space marines which have been corrupted by chaos. Yeah. Some chapters fell to chaos. They did. So, if you, like I said earlier about the Black Ro- Library, mm. there's a book series called The Horus Heresy, which is, that's yeah, we're not whole, even going to touch that's it. That's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But just, it is important, especially for these chaos gods like Death Guard and Thousand Suns. Yeah, yeah, and Black Legion. Well, yeah. yeah. So, so chaos demons are, as you could imagine, demons. Yeah. They're... Not they're humanoid, but they're yeah. I think when you imagine demons in your head, you'll be pleasantly surprised with how similar that is to yeah, the yeah. chaos demons. Yeah, there's like Shane mentioned the chaos space marines. Yeah, which are just the space marines we talked about earlier that yeah. have fallen to chaos. Um, so they've been twisted and warped, and they've got yeah. spikes growing in their head and tentacles where an arm should be. Yeah, all kinds of different things that. Their chaos god decides to bless them with yes, um, the many blessings, the many blessings, and also in that one, I guess we could talk about the uh, dark mechanicum. So mm. some adeptus mechanicus fell to chaos as well. Mm. So they still manufacture and provide weapons to the chaos space marines. They're the baddies because they'd run out of bullets if they didn't. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Not mind bullets. No, those mind bullets are plenty. <laughs> um, there are death guard, which is like you said, no, there's Nurgle. A god, yeah, yeah, it's a god called Nurgle who is disease, plague. Yeah. These are his little space marines yeah. of sorts. Yep. His little corrupted That's them. peoples. Yep. Um, and then there's Thousand Suns, which look like... So the Death Guard sort of look like they've got green armor. They're all plagued up. They're yeah. kind of rotting. Yeah. They look disgusting. They, they are disgusting. <laughs> um, the Thousand Suns are, are a contrast to that, have immaculate armor, the bright blues and golds. I mean, yep. you can paint them however you want, um, but they're sort of like your Egyptian. They've got an Egyptian. They sort of do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look quite quite regal. Yeah. Um, their story is um, all of these races. Their lore is phenomenal. Oh, it's so it's very fleshed it's out, so in depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just picking out the Thousand Suns in particular, I mean, they were all turned to dust. Yeah. There's nothing in their armor. They their soul is bound to it. Um, so. They have a whole story how that happened. It's quite sad. Okay. They've got a, um, I don't want to talk about Magnus no. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> no. We'll just give people a rundown of what these factions kind of do or, anyway. So we've gone through the, I guess, humans, yeah. the Imperium of Man, um, the Chaos factions. These Chaos gods have their own little factions within them. They all serve different Chaos gods. Yep. Some of them serve all the Chaos gods. Um, yeah. There's also... Aliens. Aliens. So many aliens. So many aliens. Yeah. We're going to call them, for the sake of this video, I mean podcast, <laughs> and no one's filming, right? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Xenos. Xenos. That's what they're called. Yeah. Um, One thing that the Emperor hates is Chaos and Xenos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Funny that. He hates everything that isn't. Yeah. Uh, Pledge loyalty to him. Very racist. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> They label anyone that doesn't uh, worship the emperor as a heretic. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, they must be purged. Oh, yes. So, you'll hear those things mentioned quite uh, <laughs> frequently. Yeah. So, some of the factions, we'll try and chew through these a little bit quicker. There's Eldar, which are 
um, how do you, they're space, space elves. elves. Yeah. So if you imagine Le- Legolas, yep. from Lord of the Rings, you imagine elves from Lord of the Rings. They're yep. those, but in space. They've yeah. got high tech armor, high te- tech equipment. Yeah. They're, 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 they're very thin and nimble and yeah. and quick and quick. Yeah. Yep. They're quite strong as well. They are quite strong. They pack and a punch, I'm but sure they live forever as well. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Necrons. Necrons. They're my boys. Wait, just with Aldo quickly. There's a few little sub-factions before you speak for three hours on Necrons. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Elder have a cool history. Anyways, the Elder became a, a supreme race, un- unrivaled in every way. Yep. So much so that they birthed the god um, who killed almost all of them. Slanesh. Yeah. Yep. And through that, they then became divided and scarce. They, they became basically what's called the uh, craft world elder who live on giant ships instead of planets. Yep. And then they became, and they are still pursuing to get to the stage that they once were, uh, like trying to pursue perfection in a sense. Uh, the dark elder or the Drukari. Yep. Um, everything you'll, you'll hear is called two things because <laughs> they have like a common name. Yes. Uh, and, and then, then they have GW's name. Yeah. Games yeah. Workshop name. Yeah. Um, so the Dark Elder are the reverse of that. They want to appease the gods through pain and misery and yep. taking slaves and torturing them. And yes. They're very... Very BDSM. Yeah, yeah, very BDSM. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's good. Um, and both of them have high-tech laser beams. Yeah, yeah. Skimming yep. ships, hover ships, you know. Weapons that would turn you into dust and all yeah, that sort of stuff. all that yeah. kind of stuff. And yep. also, they've got a little offshoot, which are called the Harlequins, which are a relatively new race. Yep. Um, playable race, anyways. Yeah. And they're sort of like uh, the middle ground between them. They're all about art and showmanship, and they do these exotic dances, and, and war to them is just another dance. Yeah. Um, they wear, yeah, they're, they're Harlequins, so they've got yep. the diamond patterns on them. and Bright colors. Yeah. Yeah. Very bright. And yep. they're, yeah. Yeah. All right, Shane. <laughs> what a Necrons. Oh, the Necrons. Mm. Well, once a powerful race called the Necrontier. The Necrontier. The Necrontier. They were rivaled by, by only one race in the galaxy, the Old Ones. Mm. The Necrontier's only hindrance was their incredibly weak bodies, which were due to the sun blasting their planet with radiation. There you go. Yeah. Powerful beings called the Catan promised to cure them of their ailments, which the Old Ones would not. Mm. The Necrontier were tricked into abandoning their their mortal forms for bodies made of living metal. During, so they became robots. They did, yeah. So they went from normal flesh and blood to robots. There you go. Yeah. During the biotransference, the only highest, only the highest ranking Necrontier kept any sense of identity. The masses were turned into mindless drones to serve their overlords. Some, however, had a much worse fate. Victims suffering from the Flayer Curse manifesting. Uh, a manifesting hunger for flesh that cannot be satisfied and that will eventually drive them to madness. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So they're robots and some of them go crazy and some try of them to go wear crazy. flesh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they try to eat eat flesh and it just falls right through them because yeah. they're robots. That makes sense. Yep. Because they're robots. <laughs> they look like metal skeletons. They do, yeah. Um, With an and- Egyptian theme. Yeah, yeah, also an Egyptian theme. In- yeah. More so, I think, than Thousand Suns. Yeah. It's it's much more in I think it's face. more intentional on the Necrons. Yeah. Not so not so intentional on the Thousand Suns. Yeah, true, true. 
I think with the Necrons, it's even a little bit in their lore, I suppose. It would be like if the Egyptians woke up now. Yeah. So the, the Necrons have, have been sleeping for millions of years. Yeah. They used to rule everything. Yeah. This used to be their Milky Way. And but, now they've started to wake up and all these other organisms have taken over their planets. Yeah. And they're like, hold on a minute. You don't own these. No. We, do. we just had a little kip. That's all. Yeah. They all went to sleep in these tomb worlds. Yeah. And as, as the worlds changed, uh, people built right over their... Over their tomb worlds. Like, so hey, you don't own the title for this property. Yeah, all of a sudden these, these guys are waking up yep. and they're opening the front door they're and mad. someone's built a, like a block of flats in front of them. No way. Yeah. That so wouldn't happen. They're pissed. They're pissed. Yeah. They are forming a council and they are <laughs> striking back. <laughs> yeah. um, another race, yeah, we'll quickly just almost skim over these three, I guess, because we're... We got a lot to talk oh, about. yeah. <laughs> um, and these, it's, it's a shame because these three are phenomenal. So there's Tau. Uh, which are a relatively new race in yeah. the Warhammer universe. One of the youngest races. One of the youngest. Yeah. Um, but their pursuit of technology and their advancements are, are insane. Yeah. They're basically just warping light years ahead. Some argue that's not because of their own innovative cleverness. No. It's because of all the tech they've been exposed to, all these other races and whatnot. It's helped speed them up and catch Ye- up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some think they're just absolute phenomenal creatures. They are... Um, Mech warriors. Yeah. You know, they've got their big suits. Yeah, um, big battle with, suits. With absolute crazy weapons. Um, they've got... Cra- they're very cool. People think that they've tried to appease the weeboo Japanese culture uh, yeah. by throwing this race in there. Yeah, fair enough. There's a, f- a bit of a samurai vibe to some of their characters. Yeah, you sort of get that, don't you? A bit of um, uh, Neon Genesis, Evangelion yep. kind of vibe to them. So, that's Tau. Tyranids. Are the aliens. Yeah. If you've seen Starship Troopers, yeah. they're the aliens. That's the aliens. Um, zerglings. zerglings they're, very, yeah. they're definitely zerglings. Yeah. Some of the things like their hormogaunts are just zerglings. Yeah. You know, uh, their Tyranid warriors sort of look like hydralisks a little bit. Anyways, that's only <laughs> if you play Starcraft. <laughs> Tyranids are the aliens. They're adaptive. They're, they're hungry. Yeah. They're just trying to devour worlds. They, they consume biomass. Things. Yeah. And they, yeah, they need to. They, up, they, they morph from it. They upgrade from it. Yep. They've got adaptations yeah. based on what they eat, where they are, all that kind of stuff. They're ever-evolving. Yeah. They're kind of the one... I mean, I... I relate to them. I'm always hungry. <laughs> sure. But I also can, I don't ever see them as the bad guys. I'm like, they're just following their yeah, instincts. Yeah. In fact, they have a rule called instinctive behavior. So, yeah. well, they're driven by a hive mind. So, all these mm. creatures are basically controlled by one, Ent- by one psychic entity. entity. Yeah. 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 Yep. They can't be like, it's not a physical force or anything. No. Um, so, anyway, they got a cool lore as well. And just quickly, a subset of the Tyranids, I suppose, are gene stealer cults. Um, which are basically the Tyranid, some some really intelligent things, creatures in the Tyranid uh, faction have started to make little cults that worship them. Yeah. And they basically use these cults to prepare worlds. Infiltrate the world. Yeah, from yeah. the ground up. So They might sabotage and, and, you know, sabotage some defenses, make it a bit easier for the rest of the Tyranid swarm to come in. Mm. And fortunately for the Gene Stealer cults, once their job's done, they just get eaten. They get eaten. <laughs> yeah, which is to them the highest honor. Yeah. So they range anywhere from looking like Tyranids to looking like normal people. Yeah. Depending on how much, uh, what stage Tyranid, they are. Tyranid so genes are in them. Yeah, yeah. They when when they breed, mm. they they slightly get more advanced, more human looking. Yeah. To a extent where they almost almost look human. Yeah, they're just like slightly bald and a little bit more pale. Yeah, yeah. And um, then, but yeah. we're not going to get into the breeding process of that. Oh, um, no. That's, uh, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a video on that on, my, <laughs> on the Facebook page. <laughs> um, so, 
they're the they're the armies, and that's the system that when you decide to play 40k, that's what you're getting yourself into. Um, let's talk about the main system, which is just like the Warhammer 40k tabletop war yeah. game. Yep. Uh, so typically, if you're going to play, I'm going to talk very broadly and generally about this. If you're playing a game of Warhammer 40k, the tabletop game, you're going to be playing on a 6x4 foot table with one opponent, and you're going to set up your armies. You're going to have an army that belongs to one of the factions we just mentioned. You're going to set it up and deploy it on two opposing ends of the table. Yeah. Um, you will have an agreed-upon points limit, which is how you decide how many dudes you're bringing, but we'll talk more on that in a sec. Uh, then you'll take turns doing a variety of things, um, moving, shooting, using psychic abilities. Uh, Don't forget on the table you have terrain. You do absolutely so have So you've got ruined buildings, mountains, trees, all different things. It's, yeah. You're Want... playing in a scene. Yeah, you are. You're, you're, you're telling a story, basically. Mm. Um, and once you have your turn, you move, use psychic ability, uh, which might blow something up or help your own dudes or kill yourself if you try and delve <laughs> too much into the power of the warp and you get yep. consumed by it. Um, then you'll, yeah, then you'll shoot, then you'll do, uh, melee combat. Then you'll check it. Um, if any of your people freaked out at the craziness of the 40k universe, oh, the morale yeah. phase, and they might just start running unless you got good leaders to contain them. Yep. Once you do all that, your opponent has your turn and you basically trade blows until everything's dead. Yes. Yep. Um, but the game is much more intricate than that. Yep. So like there's different things, there's uh, different ways of playing, there's objectives on the table. It's not just I have to kill all your units and then I win. You know, there's different winning conditions. No, you might need to control a certain point mm. until the end of the game. Yeah, but it is in essence a war game. So you've got little... Plastic men, yep. women, tanks, whatever. Oh, yeah. You'll move them with tape measures or check their ranges on their guns with tape measures. Yep. Then you'll roll your dice to see if those things, if their bullets hit yep. or if they, if you take any damage or if your armor protects you um, or if random stuff happens, if your psychic abilities work or don't work. Yep. Very, very dice-driven. It is very dice-driven, but... It's not as random as it sounds. No. You know, you've got modifiers thing, yeah. and things which help make it a little bit more <laughs> go a bit, a bit more your way. Yeah, so if you've got something that's really good at shooting, maybe you you roll but you only miss on a 1. Yeah. Or you only miss on a 1 or 2, so yeah. most of your stuff hits. Yeah. So you can control a little bit like that. Um but each the best way to I think to explain it is like say, you can imagine you've got a bunch of plastic guys on the table. Each guy doesn't do their own thing. Each tank doesn't do its own thing, you know? Yeah. They're part of what's called a unit. Now, a unit might be 20 Space Marines. Um, a unit might be three Tyranid Warriors. Yep. A unit might be one tank. Yeah. You know? A unit is just whatever is within that group of things. Yeah, a collective group of those models. Yeah, and they, and they all... They, they act as a unit yep. as well. So yep. they move together. They yep. shoot together. You know, you don't have a unit of 10 guys and three of them shoot. And then you do something else with a different unit. No. They all, they ride together, they die together. <laughs> um, they're fully customizable as well. 
Yeah. And that's sort of the fun thing about this game. I mean, there's, there's so many fun things about this game, but this is what I like the most. Yeah. So I'm going to give you an example to try and explain how you customize units or what unit customization might look like. Sure. Hit me with it. Because obviously you customize your unit and then you use that and customize your entire army and that's how you decide what you bring to the table. Anyways, I want you to imagine that you have a you have a sheet in front of you that has the unit's rules on it. This is very common. You will see these in these books called codexes. Yep. They have your units have rules that they abide by and are limited to. Let's pretend this one says a unit of hobby homies comes with two models. <laughs> It might say things like, each model comes equipped with a microphone and pop filter. <laughs> so that's the default unit size, and that's the default weapons. Yeah. You know, a unit of hobby homies comes with two guys, microphone, pop filter. However, you can customize it. So it will then say after that, um, you may include up to three more hobby homies. <laughs> and for every five hobby homies... You can let one lose their microphone and pop filter to gain Discord admin privileges. Okay. <laughs> instead. So imagine we did that. Now we've got a unit of five hobby homies. Four of them have microphone and pop filters. Yep. One of them has Discord admin privileges. <laughs> and now we've, d- we've customized our unit. So you might ask me, Shane, why would I ever take two hobby homies over the five-man squad of hobby homies with the guy that has the Discord admin privileges. Why would you ever do that? Great question. <laughs> because of the points. Okay. So you organize your points um, in... You organize your army with these points. Yeah. When you sit down to a game of 40K, you agree upon a points limit with your opponent. You say, hey, we're going to take 1,000 points. We're going to play this game at 1,000 points. Yeah. And your opponent might say, yeah, sweet, let's do it. So... It might say on this stat sheet, all the units and all the weapons, they have points associated with them. So two hobby homies on their own might be 10 points. Yeah. But if you want to take five hobby homies, it might be 30 points. Oh, yeah. For all five. Yeah. And then if you also want to take the guy with Discord admin privileges, he might be an additional 10 points on top of that. Yeah. So I don't know what points I just said. But your choice is two guys for 10 points, I think it was. Yeah. And five guys with the Discord admin privileges for 40 points. Yeah. Which is like a, a heavy weapon, so it does different things to those other four models. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so your microphone and pop filter will have its own stats, and your Discord admin privileges will have its own stats as well. So you use those points to decide how many guys you're going to bring, Right. You might bring a, a mobile site office for 200 points, which can transport up to 10 hobby homies. Yeah. And you want to move your hobby homies around the table, so you need to bring that site office with wheels. Yeah, otherwise they get blown off the table. But how's it going to defend itself? Well, you might throw on an extra 20 points to add uh, a mounted TV screen <laughs> so sure. that they can watch the news while they die. Yeah. Um, anyway, that gives you an idea sort of like how you spend your points. It just keeps the games fair. Yeah, there are other ways of playing that um, bypass the points. You know, you can play quite casually, but this is for what's called a matched game. Yeah. Now, typically, uh, you also have to follow one other rule when doing matched games, and that is, 
um, you have to organize them in these things called detachments. So each unit has like a role on the battlefield. So, for example, the hobby homies might be troops. Um, but Jack the Sound Guy might be a... <laughs> That's how I hear you laughing over there, Jack. He might be what's called a HQ, so he's a leader. Yeah. Um, so, good on you, Jack. You're a leader. The detachment that you have will tell you what you need to bring. There's all these different roles for all these different units. There's fast attack, which are usually quick things. There's elites, which are like stronger than troops kind of things. Um, and your detachment will tell you how you have to organize those. It might say you have one HQ and two troops. There might also be a unit that fetches more beer from the fridge. Oh, uh, that's, that's an extra 10-point thing. So actually, that's a, that's a bonus of a HQ. I'll take one of those. I'll take one of those. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the HQ... We're just looking at the time and realizing this will be a 40K intro to 40K segment, potentially. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we don't want to keep you guys, <laughs> but we don't want to not talk about all the sweet things that we have. So, so you might bring, for example, a HQ, Jack the Sound Guy, and he might have an ability that says, once every turn you can fetch Hobby Homies two beers. <laughs> so why wouldn't you bring that? Yeah. Um, but anyways, detachments and all that kind of stuff, I guess, and points are something you'll dive into more when you've decided, you know what? I do like the sound of this. You'll pick up your eighth edition rule book and you'll, you'll get into it. Or you'll pick up your starter set, which comes with two factions Oof. and a rule book. True. What a steal. Why would you even buy a rule book by itself? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Come the reinforcements. Hey. <laughs> How thematical. Um, now, we've got to talk about... We've got to talk about that thing, Shane. What thing? How much does it cost to get into 40K? <laughs> Please don't. Don't record this. <laughs> My girlfriend doesn't need to know. True. True. If, you, if, you, uh, if you're our wives or girlfriends, we're just making this stuff up. Yeah. Um, it's all hypothetical. It's all mystery. Yeah. It's, it's fairy dust. <laughs> yeah. It's not real. No. But if you're listening to this with the uh, intent of getting actual information, we just want to prepare you. It's very real. It's very real. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, look, there's no hard and fast way. We can't really say this is what this is what this stuff costs. It can cost. Well, there's a minimum. Yeah. But it can cost as much as you want it to cost you. Yeah. You know, they, they have these things nowadays called start collecting boxes, which mm. come with all the models you need mm-hmm. to start playing a decent, solid game. You could play a game with one box of models, but it's not going to be fun. True. You, you buy a start collecting box for about 150 bucks, Yep. And that comes with a variety of units, you know, maybe like it's a tank and 10 guys and a HQ, mm. which is perfect for your first game. Absolutely. It's yeah. got everything you need. Yeah. Um. And you can get the rules for free. They are, you can get the basic rules for free in that there's a little pamphlet they give away now. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. The more advanced rules is is where you need the the, um, the rule book for. Yeah. And your faction-specific rules, you need a codex. Yeah. But it's not it's not ne- necessary for your, for your first couple of games. Nah. In fact, if you play casually, you may never even need to buy one. Yeah, nah. If, if your just... mate's got one, then you're sweet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. I think so. Yeah. I think you raise a good point. Like those rule, the the base rules, the pamphlet rules almost that you get yeah. are enough to start with. It really is, yeah. And then you can play a game with a couple models from a start collecting box and decide if you really like it. Yep. You've decided based on everything you've heard about it and what you've seen that you like it. But actually building them, painting them, and then playing a game is it might be different for you. Yeah. It might it might turn, flick a switch in your head. Yeah. You might be like, oh, it's on. Oh yeah. I got two. I got my tax return. <laughs> I'm going to town on this. I you think, might be like, yeah, it's not for me. I think this happened to us. Oh yeah. I think we play our first game and hooked. We were drooling. Yeah. I don't even know if we finished. I think we like got halfway through and we're like, we're gonna go to G Dub. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna buy more shit. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have enough stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did a fun experiment though. On the biggest 40k tournament called the LVO, yep. Las Vegas Open, I went and looked at the top three lists and found out what they would cost to buy. Oh, wow. Not in the boxes, not in any specials, if you were to buy the individual boxes. Yeah. And they all rounded out to about $1,100. Okay. So if you want to buy an uber competitive list, yeah, it's going to cost you about 1100 bucks. Yeah. Plus codex and paints and paintbrushes. Actually, I saw a really good... Um, Warhammer Essentials box that I never actually knew existed. Oh, yeah. Because I think when it came out, we already had so many paints. Yeah, yeah. It's got a paintbrush, glue, clippers, and a bunch of paints for like, I want to say 50 bucks. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. The paints alone, I think, were worth about 70. Yeah, well, if it's what I'm thinking of, I'm pretty sure they're like half-size paint pots. Ah, in the picture, it looked full-size. Oh, yeah, if it's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But but still, I mean, it's not bad. Like, you get... You get all the bits and pieces you need to at least start your army. I think so, yeah. And you, and it's all slow. Like, we sort of talked about it in the painting episode. Like, you sort of buy it as you need it. Yeah, totally. You're not going to go and buy 100 pots of paint straight away. No. You, no. you start off with, like, maybe 10. Yep. And you go from there. Like, yeah. it's... If you are painting your models as a sort of a, a standard, like, tabletop scheme, 10 paints would be... I, I couldn't think of a model where you'd need more than 10 different colors. Yeah, no. Like... No. Yeah, I mean, no, like, if you're just doing tabletop, tabletop, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, when you start going in your extreme highlighting and stuff, then you might want yeah, like three yeah. colors in that alone. But if you look at a like painting video on the yeah the Warhammer <laughs> YouTube yeah. channel and they just like list paints, oh it's like, yeah, no one, surely no one has all of these. Disgustingly enough, I see them now and I'm like, yeah, okay, I got a list. Yeah, yeah, I know, which yeah. is sad, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's why we you can't really give prices, but it's going to cost you about. 1400 to 1500 to get a 2000 point competitive army yep. with all the stuff you need rule books codex paints and stuff yeah however it's never going to look like that no you know you're never just going to have the exact models you need for an army with no deviations no you're never just going to buy one codex and one rule book especially if you've got like extra chapters or allies in your army you'll have a second codex for them yeah yeah it's something that will just I mean, if, you, if you're into it and you stay into it, you'll just keep expanding as you go. Yeah. Like, you might start with just Space Marines. Yeah. And then two years later, you might pick up Eldar. And then it'll just, it'll morph itself and then you'll have your own, you know what you're into. Like, you'll, you'll just pick yeah. it up as you, as you find models appealing. Yeah. You don't have to jump full steam ahead and buy a competitive army. Yeah. Especially if you're just starting. I actually recommend not to. Because yeah. you'll get overwhelmed. I think so. You'll buy... You'll buy Boxes and boxes of models, mm. and then you'll be looking at it like I got to build these, I got to paint them. Especially mm-hmm. if you want to play competitive, you have mm-hmm. to paint them. You have to. Um, Three color minimum. Yeah, yeah. So, really, like they have these start collecting boxes nowadays. One hundred and fifty bucks, buy it, 
See if you like it. Some stores will even let you use their paints if you're just starting. Yeah. So, uh, or if you've got mates that are into it, mm. I'm sure they'll let you use theirs. Definitely. Um, I think, like, it, the stores will let you do everything for free, in a sense. They'll, pretty much. If you go in there and say, look, I don't really know if I like this yet. Can I? Can we have, a, like, a practice match? Yep. They'll absolutely teach you the rules, teach you the basics, let you play with an army yeah. that they have in store. Um, and when we say a store, usually like Games Workshop or your yeah. local friendly gaming store. Yeah, they might have it, but yeah. Games Workshop stores have it for a fact. Yeah. And yeah. you can go in, fact, in there. I know they have it. <laughs> yeah. And you can go in there and be like, oh, I want to paint. And they'll give you a miniature, mm. one single Space Marine. Yeah, that's enough. And you can paint it. Yeah. They'll teach you how to paint it if you don't know how to paint. They've gotten over the last few years very good at introducing people to the hobby. Yes. Yeah. And a big part of that has been Kill Team. Yeah. Which is... A smaller skirmish version of the game, which I would almost recommend anyone who's sort of listening to this going, oh yeah, I think I I think I would like to get into 40k. I've I've been thinking about it a while. I just don't have that money to outlay. Yep. But I want to play a proper game, Kill Team. Oh yeah. I mean, we choose to play Kill Team. Yeah, we do. Over 40k. I can't think of the last time we played 40k. 40 what? <laughs> just Kill Team. I probably dude. had Harley's when we played. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, you buy one box of models for like. Might cost you like fifty bucks. Yeah, and you paint them up, and each model acts independently. Yep, and then there's your kill team. So yeah, yeah, it's just phenomenal. So yeah. kill team is just a smaller. It's like a zoom in on a small force. Yep, maybe you're infiltrating something or whatever. Focuses on the little individual guys, like you mentioned. It it each individual person is a unit in a yeah. sense. You yeah. know, they they move on their own. They shoot on their own. Um, they have their own names when you play Kill Team. It's a much more zoomed-in version of the game, and it also carries with it a lower cost, a smaller table. It's just quicker as well, actually playing the game. Yeah. It's a great way to learn whether or not you like certain armies and certain play styles as well. Yep. Because they play similar. They do. You still get that same feel they for that army yeah. Yeah, in Kill Team as you do in 40K. Yeah. I would recommend starting there if you... If you like it, because like we mentioned, it's cheaper. Yeah. Quicker. Yeah. You Games have... are much quicker. Yeah. yeah. And did I mention cheaper? <laughs> you did. Oh, did I? Several times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I quite like it. Yeah. In fact, we've got competitions going right now. Uh, our March giveaway is a box of Neophyte hybrids. Yeah, Gene Stealer Colts. Gene Stealer Colts. A kill team, man. It's a kill team. Yep. It's actually enough points just to paint. You could get those, build them, paint them. You've yep. got a kill team. You're ready to play. 100%. Hit us up. We'll yeah. play. We yeah. love Kill Team. Oh, yeah. Um, we've also got our April giveaway, which is uh, a box of... What are they called? <laughs> they're Rust. They're Adeptus Mechanicus. Yep. You can build them as either Rust Stalkers or... or infiltrators. Or Infiltrators. Caesareans, they're called. Yeah. Or Sicarians. Yeah. Maybe Sicarians. I think Sicarians. That's right. Um, and they're a Kill Team as well. Yeah. Now, with Kill Team, there's a couple of different versions, would you say? There's, yeah. There's normal kill team. Elites. There's kill team. Elites. And commanders. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. Um, They're almost like expansions, aren't they? I would say so. DLC. Yeah. Because you have to buy the extra book. Yeah. To get the extra rules. Physical DLC. Physical DLC. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to download it onto your <laughs> bank account. Yes. <laughs> um, but typically the base version of kill team, you can use any foot soldiers is the best way to describe it from an army. Infantry, yeah. Infantry. Yeah. Totally. You don't have the full, um, what would you call that? The full choice of a whole army. No. You don't have the tanks or whatever. No. It's you just, just the got, foot soldiers. Yeah. 
And then elites, as you might guess, adds a lot of elites. Elites, yeah. The slightly better guys. Yep, your heavy infantry. Yeah. 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 Your words are better than mine. Man, I'm a wordsmith. You went to the word school. I did. And I went to the, whatever the other one is. The not word school. The stick school, (laughs) where we play with sticks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then commanders sort of just, it's almost like a side expansion. Yeah. Where it introduces the HQs. Like leaders. The leaders. Yeah. 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 I play that one the least. Yeah. Suffice to say, I've never played Commanders. Yes. <laughs> um, so, therefore, I played it the least. <laughs> but that's 40K. Yeah. That's the that's the, the very brief rundown. Yeah. I can't think of anything else we could touch on Not without deep diving. Oh, yeah. Without we dedicating could deep dive. another hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are... Yeah. There's, there's just a lot. Yeah. So... To go into Age of Sigma, which we could maybe do a 10-minute? What do you feel? Nah, look, well, let's leave that for, the, for yeah. the next Warhammer episode. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's fair. That way, we, at least we can give it enough time as we did for this one. We can let it percolate. Oh, yeah. We'll percolate it. Yeah, we'll simmer it on we'll the s- on the back burner. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh, so sorry if you tuned in listening, hoping to get Age of Sigma and, and didn't find out till halfway through. <laughs> there will be no timestamps. <laughs> Except maybe we'll timestamp it for like the end of the episode where they hear us go, and there's no Age of Sigma yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's the nature of the beast. That's we it. were ambitious. We had lofty goals. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have enjoyed it. Phenomenally. Yeah. 40K has been our main thing for the last... Since we got in the hobby. That's how we started in that's this hobby. Started. I think that's how a lot of people started in this hobby. Mm. Nowadays, there's more there's more choice mm. with the likes of Legion um, mm. and War Machine and on Infinity and those other... Flames of War as other games. Yeah. But I think... I don't think the, the number one spot is going to get replaced for a very long time. No. 40K but, is going to keep that, keep that going. It's interesting that... When Games Workshop started these games in 1983, they started with fantasy. Yeah. And it wasn't until later that they introduced 40K. Yeah. But I think sci-fi, I mean, I guess it's just, it's us. Yeah. We live in this digital world. Oh, yeah. We're all about the sci-fi. That's it. Fantasy? <laughs> I've done the Lord of the Rings thing. I did that till I was Swords 13. and dragons. Yeah. Nah, miss nah. me with that shit. Miss me. Having said that, I really dig an Age of Sigma right now. We are, aren't we? Yeah. yeah we're frothing. <laughs> but... Yeah, I can't stress what I said earlier enough either. Uh, hit us up in the Discord if you want to play any yeah, of this. Yeah, Like, we haven't played heaps of the games either. Played a fair bit of Kill Team, a little bit of 40K. Yeah. We'd love to play more. Oh, we'll yeah. Dip our toes in 8th edition even more so. Relearn, in a sense. Yeah. Make a bunch of mistakes. Yep. You'll find the Discord link on our Facebook. Totally. FB.me slash hobby homies. That's FB.me slash hobby homies. That's it. FB.me slash hobby homies. How long has Jack been here? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I thought just we got beer from him. Ah, uh, oh, true. True. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. He is the bringer of the golden liquid. The, br- the fifth chaos god. The fifth chaos god. Beer bringer. <laughs> the one that we serve. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Anyway, thanks for listening to Hobby Homies. I'm Fox. I'm Shane. And this is... I hope we cut it there. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to leave a gap so we could cut it there. (laughs) (laughs) And this is... And then this is the episode (laughs) of...